Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Blizzard Watch Podcast, or a very special edition of the Blizzard Watch Podcast, because we're all at BlizzCon right now. And by all, I mean myself and three actual co-hosts with me today not just two i'm sorry i poked one of them already and that would be mitch so i'm introducing him first say hey mitch hey i didn't make the joke this time also you poked me and that was that was hurtful but i'm over it okay well i'm sorry about that but i'm not really sorry second up is our (laughs) second up is our editor-in-chief and everything else and that would be alex zbart say hey alex hey alex you joke? did the joke. <laughs> that was the lame joke. Oh. The rousing round of bitter laughter in the background <laughs> was our third co-host. And that would be Ms. Liz Harper. Say hello, Liz. Hello. All right. So there's four of us obviously here right now. Um, and we have just wrapped up BlizzCon day one, which was full of all kinds of panels and reveals. And Sombra hacked the opening ceremonies, which was something I was hoping for months ago. No, really, months ago. They really dragged that thing on, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember the tweet. I think it was from like, maybe even last week. It's like, so when Sombra hacks the opening ceremonies at BlizzCon, do we still have to pretend we're surprised? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty well, funny. You know, they did have a countdown before the opening ceremony started, so you just had to know. Did they really have another countdown? They had a count. Well, like, right before it started, there was a countdown until it was going to start, and, you know, everyone was, like, shouting and counting along because oh, the just, opening ceremony's just, about to just start. Just the, you mean, like, it wasn't a somber countdown. No, it was just the counting down. It was just the kind of countdown where you're like... I'm they do it every year. Effects. They're like, hey, they're doing five, four, three, two, and yay, everything started. But at the same time, yeah. We've but been... you, know, you know what Sombra's like, these countdowns. Well, and we've been dealing yeah. with so many countdowns over the course of the summer <sighs> that, yeah, this was just like, oh, okay. Well, you're starting out just traumatizing. It would have been funny if that countdown switched to another countdown. Oh, God. <laughs> it would have just, like, it got 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then it started counting up from 100. <laughs> and then everybody's just like... Now what? Oh no, the alphabet is printing backwards. Uh, the alphabet. Alphabet. Me alphabet. Me alphabet. You made a Brett. I apologize, and I promise you, I have had nothing to drink this evening. I've had wine. Though yeah, well, that's you. Does sound really good. Right? Have, yeah, it does actually. I just had one though. We do not have any though. You had one wine. I just had one wine. No, like, it starts playing the alphabet backwards mm-hmm. on the screen, and everybody's just sitting there, like, they pull out their cell phones and start, like, trying to decipher that stuff, like, live. No, um, I was actually really pleased with the whole Sombra reveal thing, because she looks really cool! And we got a new animated short out of the deal, that called was Infiltration! Amazing. That was the real surprise. Like, yeah. It wasn't that Sombra wasn't a surprise, but, like, they opened it right away with another short. It was that a was full-on cool. animated yeah. short, and it was... Well, it was Widowmaker, Reaper, and Sombra, and they were infiltrating Volskaya, which was kind of hinted at with the whole ARG thing, which Dos people... Dosvedanya. And then there's an amazing twist at the end. She maybe isn't evil. She might no, be a double agent. the later twist. 
Oh yeah, and at the very, very, the very end, out of the there was a bum, bum, bum. Look, there's Zarya moment. So maybe we're actually going to get a Zarya animated short, which would be great. I didn't actually connect the dots until like you were rewatching it earlier. I just was like, oh, it's Zarya. They're showing her. So if we do get a Zarya short, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, well, Zarya actually has a lot to do with Volskaya, not so much to do with Overwatch because she left. The competition thing that she was in, which was like akin to the Olympics or whatever for weightlifting, she left that to go back to Russia to protect it from the second Omnic invasion, which is also what these people at Volskaya Industries are working on. And they may be working with the technology that she's got in the gun that she carries around, like the gravity well gun, because it looked like that might have been the same. Yeah, I was pulling probably a lot more from this animated no, short like, than most people. No, I mean, the picture is <laughs> Sombra was using blackmail that this lady was getting the tech for her mechs from the Omnics when this lady is supposed to be building the mechs to like fight the Omnics. Right. So, like, Russia is being duped. Yeah, Russia's being duped, and also... Zarya being pulled. Well, Zarya being pulled into it. Zarya's not part of the main Overwatch crew, so it'd be really cool if we got to see Zarya's story and more of what makes her her because she's actually kind of a cool character. Um, But she's removed from the whole Overwatch talent, everything else scene up until this point. So yeah, Um, Sombra herself. Mitch, you got to play her on the demo floor? Yeah, it was, uh, what coincidental timing, I lined up for the demo right before the opening ceremony. <laughs> wow. um, and I happened to just be at the front of the line during it, and yeah, so that was, uh... Who could have predicted this? I know, it was amazing. I, I definitely did not know there was going to be a new hero today. So how does she play? She's fun. She's a lot of fun. Um... She feels a bit like Tracer uh, in the fact that, like, her gun shoots super fast and her, like, translocator is kind of like, uh, the way I've been describing it is like a controllable recall almost. Um, but she's she's a lot of fun and I think that the translocator is actually going to be a huge part of the gameplay. Um, and a lot of people were thinking, like, oh, she's going to be a stealth hero, which she has the stealth, but I actually think the translocator is going to be the big game changer because... Um, and I was writing about this, but, like, you can throw it behind a Reinhardt who has his shield up. Because it, it, like, throws in an arc. Um, so you don't have to throw it through the shield, you can throw it over the Reinhardt. Um, and throw then, it over the Reinhardt. Yeah, well, you can, though. Yeah. And, like, because that's, that's how she throws it. And you can sneak up behind him, and then you either shoot, like, nuke him down with your, um, machine pistol, which is really strong at close range, and if you get a headshot, it's, like, even stronger. Um, so he either has to fight you... Or, like, turning his shield on you, and doing that exposes his back to your team. Um, there was another moment, and I just, like, I wasn't... I just kind of instinctively threw it as a Farah knocked me off the map with her, like, knockback thing. Yeah. And I was able to, like, throw it and then click it before, like, the death screen kicked in, and I jumped back on the map. <laughs> um, Those are always clever. It's... <laughs> what was that? It was an ad auto-playing, probably on our Website. Well, that's all I have shh, open right don't there. say that part. Okay. Um. Wow. Rudely interrupted. Now I know how I, Kaplan felt. I. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, she no, she's a lot of fun, and like, um, I think what's what's really good about her is that she sort of changes things up for like her role, kind of like Anna did, but Anna, Anna, Anna yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. Um. At least you have the announcer from the contest who's like... Glenn Graymane. Glenn Graymane. Anna Amarini. I, I normally say Silverina. Anna. I normally say Anna. It's been a long day. Silverana. Anyways, um, Anna kind of changed healing up. And I think uh, Sombra changes the damage roll up a little bit more. Um, but more players are going to play her because they're not afraid of healing. Um, and she's just... She's not overpowered... But she's also, like, you could be kind of new to the game and still do damage as her. Um, or if, like, you're an advanced player, like, you can... Pull engage, some really, like, You tricks. can pull some awesome stuff. Like, yeah. you, can, you can put down your translocator, engage your stealth, um, like, sneak up behind someone, hack them before they realize you're behind them, take them down, and then reuse your translocator to go back to where you were so to safety. What does the hacking do? The hacking, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's like a one second channel, which I thought was actually really fast. I thought it would yeah. take longer. Um, if you get inter- like if you get shot, it's, it gets interrupted, but it's one second channel, so it's 
not... It's fairly quick. Yeah, it's really quick. It stops them from using abilities, which abilities does not mean shooting. It just means, like, like they were. I think in one of the panels they were saying, uh, Soldier 76, it's not going to be that useful for. Like, you would stop him from putting down his healing thing and shooting his grenade, I think. But or for someone sprint. like Hanzo... Hanzo or, like, Reinhardt. You or would Reinhardt. stop him from, I think, using his shield and his charge. So when you hack them, you stop them from using their abilities for a little while. And uh, one of the games I went in, I hacked Mer- like I snuck up on Mercy and hacked her. And I know she can't heal herself, but like she couldn't heal any of her team. And then she was like, "Oh shoot, what am I do- like? What happened?" And she, you know, kinda, <laughs> what do I do? Run around like a lost duck? Yeah, kind of yeah. switched over <laughs> to me. And I was like, "Nope," and I took her out. So using like using the hack in combination with all her other abilities or using teleport with stealth she just the possibility to do some really awesome plays is definitely there good um yeah i'm excited i can't wait till she actually comes out well that was overwatch news and then of course we had a heck of a lot more world of warcraft news than i thought we were going to have because we had the legion what's next panel Mm -hmm. and in the legion what's next panel we found out that well we found out information on two patches one of them is kind of a mini patch as it were Technically three, three patches. Yeah, yeah I guess patches. three. Yeah, because we, we, we got a hint at 7.3. So the first one was... And he mentioned 7.2.5, but he didn't say yeah. anything Right, didn't it. say anything about it. But we got 7.1.5, which is a mini patch. And in that mini um, patch, we get... Small content. We get this, small content. This mini patch is larger than patch 6.1. Yeah. Whoa. That's not saying much. Whoa, which is, yeah. <laughs> 6.1, we got a selfie camera. In this one, we get Missa Pandaria added to the time-walking rotation. How do you guys feel about that? Is it too soon? Not soon enough? Are we happy with that? I can't remember any Missa Pandaria dungeons I liked. Um, <laughs> it's possible I've just forgotten the few that I did like, but I can't think of Well, any. all four of us, are, we do the leveling stream together, yeah. and we did do as many Missa Pandaria dungeons as we could. I, I'm, I forget what the list said. Because Miss of Pandaria... All six of the original dungeons. All six of the original dungeons. So but you're talking... Like Skullomance. Like those got revamped during Mists. Are those included? No. no. You're talking about the six Miss of Pandaria dungeons. So like Temple in, of the Jade Pandaria. Serpent. Pandaria. Stormstout Brewery. Uh, Gate just, of the Setting Sun. Yeah. Mogu. Siege of... Shans, Mogu Shan Palace. Siege of Nizal Temple. Si- Siege of Nizal. And then there was a sixth one and I forget what it was called. Oh, but, oh Shadow Palm. Shadow... Yeah. Shadow Pan Monastery. Okay, yeah, so like those six. Yeah, I'm just really indifferent to all the missed dungeons. So okay, uh, I like them. I I but... dig time walking, but I'm just well as far it's as time walking. I think set. I think as far as time walking goes, it, I think it's just nice that they've rolled more dungeons into yeah. the mix and, and they're kind of mixing it up a little bit. Um, and I appreciate that they're keeping them up to date. They did mention that they decided, no, it's way too early to do Warlords of Draenor Dungeons because oh. you know everybody really it's, misses those. It's always too <laughs> early to do those. Yeah, I yeah. think Miss, Miss was around the time where I felt like they... I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but Miss is around the point where it's like, it really doesn't feel like they put effort into making these. There's just kind of like stuff and hallways. Well, and... I liked Mr. Pandaria's Dungeons. Miss, it's this combination of it's cool, but also kind of what Alex said, in that most of the dungeons, like, they already existed in the world, which I really like when they do that, but at the same time, like, you didn't get more from the dungeons. And it was just, if some of them just felt like, let's just put stuff in here, like uh, Stormstop Brewer is just like, Here's a thousand monkeys, followed by a thousand rabbits, and they weren't, like, situated very well. They were just, like, room full of monkeys, room full of rabbits, you're done now. Yeah, but I you quite get to like, barrels. See, and I, I liked these dungeons, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. The other thing that they're adding with this mini patch is they're adding, what do they call them, micro-holidays? Yeah, yeah. Holidays. they're holidays, but smaller. They're like exactly. little tiny holidays. Like there will be one that is basically at the anniversary to the opening, the original opening of the Gates that of Entourage. Sounds, that actually that sounded is... like one of the larger ones. That it, they were yeah, but about. that sounds pretty cool, though, because it's like, oh, it's a mini holiday where we celebrate that thing, and in order to celebrate it, we shut all the servers down. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that was funny, by the way. That, that was, was funny. really I funny. Think... Ian was killing up there. He, he was. He, he really he was. This... He has this great dry delivery, which worked perfectly. He always is like a good speaker, but like he was not only was he confident up there, he was like energetic and fun, and he was just having a good time, and and it showed. (laughs) It surprised me that he he was the only speaker through World of Warcraft panel. 
Yeah. They yeah. usually have like three, four, five guys up there. It was just Ian, and he was there the whole time. No, didn't call out. He killed else. it no. though. So if you I, happen to be listening to this, Ian, we really enjoyed watching yeah, you speak. I love the part where he's like, "Sorry if you, you know, hate content, but like, <laughs> we're always gonna have something on the PTR. That's our goal now. You know, this is it. Get used to it." It was like. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're cool with that. We're on board with that. No, I totally so, hate content. Going back Arr. to the whole mini holiday Arr. thing, though, the Gates of Encourage oh opening, there's going to be like an event down in Silithus where you actually have to like collect things, and it's sort of a mini recreation of what that event was. I heard this, and my fingers started cramping in response because I remember turning in so much rune cloth during that event <laughs> and you could only turn it in like I think it was like five pieces at a time or something well that's yes. how people feel about the blood of Sargeras right and I come turned, up with console commands to fix that I turned in thousands of these because that event was how I got mm-hmm. exalted with everybody because mm-hmm. I turned in enough rune cloth that I got exalted with everyone and that was a lot of rune cloth let me tell you so there's that um, there were some other mini events that were mentioned uh, sail, not sailboat day but boat, like day. boat day boat day which is spring break Azeroth it's spring what? break Azeroth it's, edition see well, I think while this was go, he was talking about this I think I was doing the Heroes of the Storm yeah, panel right so I vaguely heard this so I'm like I don't, I don't, I don't recall the boat one at all. What's this? It's basically, it's like spring break Azeroth edition. So it's you get to like tool. Thousand needles. Thousand needles. You get to and tool I, around. I assume there are boats. That's boat really, racing. Okay. Yeah. That's really he, all he, I got. They didn't go into it in too much detail. Basically yeah. what. He did say spring break Azeroth. Yeah, because he basically is like, yeah, life is hard. The Legion is killing a lot of people. We need a break. We need a break. I heard something about volunteer as a guard for a day. There's a volunteer as a guard. There's like a guard appreciation day where if you go and salute a guard, you can actually become a guard for a little while. I'm really curious if that has anything, like if that sort of spun off the, the Reddit thread that went viral a while back where someone was like, I'm a Stormwind guard. Ask and he's me a Torrent. Ask me. Oh, no. no, I no. That. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. He's like, I'm a Stormwind guard. Ask me anything. And they would ask a question. He'd be like, King's Good. Honor. Friend. King's Honor, friend. Like, only give the responses. <laughs> King's Honor, friend. friend. And I'm sort of like, that was the first thing that popped to mind when he mentioned this. And I was like, I wonder. Like, I hope so. So, yeah, there's that one. And then there was also one where they were talking about um, some sort of celebration of the hippogriff thing. For all us, where they're like all all of the hippogriffs are hatching, and you go there and you help them out, and then maybe you get a little hatchling of your own to you know hang out with and be your buddy. But, but basically, if, if this this little hatchling, it would be like the Pepe whistle. It's not a battle pet. It's he, not a battle pet. It's like a specific, it's like a toy. Yeah, he made it specific, like very clear that these micro holidays, because they're short. He doesn't want players who, you know, obsessively collect to be like, oh, I missed out. Yeah, like, it's kind of like my only problem with this is they are like, if they're just two days, like you could, you might miss one because it's like a freak accident or right. something. You have to wait a year, but if right. it's just like two days, I feel like that's like, okay, something terrible can happen today, but it doesn't totally screw me for a year. But they're also making it to where these aren't. Like, he made this point that they shouldn't be necessary. Yeah, but they're, they're just fun. little bits of fun, but is all. Fun. Yeah, they're little bits of fun, but it's like, but if, they, if you're trying to add to your mount collection or your battle pet collection, you're not going to miss out by missing yeah, one of these yeah. holidays. I just feel like two days would give enough of a buffer without turning it into, like, a drawn-out thing like the major holidays. I just, I like the idea of them rolling out more holidays. Because the thing is, is, like, we've had these in-game holidays, for and it's been the so same long. ones yeah. for so long. And, and the problem is... Is they keep adding new rewards, and I'm like, all right, I like these rewards, but but I, they don't add new activities. It's yeah. like it's you have to do the same old things to get two new items oh or whatever. Boy, I'm going to keep trick or treating. Nope. And trick or treating. Yeah, like trick or treating. Nope. If, if there was more cosmetic hat, if there was more to do at Brewfest, I might have gotten the poop hat, but I wasn't going to ram race again. Yeah, ram racing was kind. Of, it's just that it's gotten kind of old. So I'm glad that they're doing this kind of refresher stuff. What was the other thing that they? were adding in 1.5 they were doing like some class, class change stuff changes. yes yeah. oh yeah yeah they were doing some class change stuff and kind of fixing things that they didn't think that they had gotten quite right most notably um hunters all hunters will be able to use traps again i believe they said that was going to be coming in 1.5 and um 7.1.5 rogues will get to use the cloak of shadows ability thing uh, 
Shroud. Shroud of Concealment. Yeah. The one where if you have a group and you use Shroud, you can move your whole group in stealth, which is oh, great right. because I really miss that ability. It was one of my favorite rogue abilities. Cloak of Shadows and Shroud of Concealment. It's basically the same name, isn't it? Kind of a little bit, yeah. Except that, a little bit. Except that the Shroud is for several people and the Cloak is just for you. Um, I guess a Shroud is bigger. I don't know. So that's 7.1.5. It's not like a major patch or anything, but there's enough in it that people should be happy with it. We're, and that's going to be going on the PTR as soon as BlizzCon is over, correct? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. We're also getting, I don't know if it's part of 7.1.5 or something else, but they're doing their, not their charity event again. It's a fell kitty. Yeah, that's actually going to be like a holiday thing. They do yeah. that every year for the holidays, and I don't know if they're putting it in with the patch or it's just going to roll in. But they've got a fell kitten. Mischief the fell kitten. And it's, it's, I totally want a Yep, yeah. that's going to be the Make a Wish pet this year, which means that every one of the every single one of these that is sold before I believe the end of the year, a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the Make a Wish Foundation. And I think they said that they, they raised yeah. It, so far, they have raised over four million for Make a Wish just over the past however many years that they've been releasing these pets, which is pretty great when you think about it. So then they moved on, or Ian moved on to talk about seven point two. Yes. 7.2 is going to be the Tomb of Sargeras. And we're not just getting, like, the Tomb of Sargeras. We're getting a new dungeon, too. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. We're also getting flying, finally. Um, and we're getting class-themed flying mounts. Because there's, like, a continuation of the Class Hall campaign. Yes. And a new faction. And the new faction, I believe... What's the new faction called? Armies of the Legion. Yeah, Armies like of the, the Legion worst Fall. Name ever. <laughs> Armies of the Legion Fall, and it's basically the combination of all twelve of the classes working together because the various racial faction leaders can't get their stuff together, so we have to do it. The classes yeah. have to do it, and they and the classes come to the conclusion that yes, we all need to work together. So we're basically revisiting the Broken Shore and getting our vengeance as it were for the deaths of Varian and Vol'jin and investigating the tomb of Sargeras seeing what secrets are down there and then um well 7.2 is there anything else major to talk about with 7.2 well so so the whole broken shore thing they compared it to the Isle of Keldanos Isle of Keldanos which was Burning Crusade it was when you unlocked the Sunwell. And I really liked that island, the yes. whole thing where you were working on the isle as yeah. a group. And you opened it up in phases. Yeah, so but complete they, enough things. They said this time you, like, pick, like, you're establishing a base. And it sounded a little bit like sounded, garrison building picking, sounded, what, but better. What do you call when you were in Warlords and you would go to a new zone and you would pick a oh, building in your outpost? The outpost. Yes, the yeah. out, it sounded exactly like outpost like an outpost system. Yeah, where but yeah, as a server I on guess? a bigger scale. I don't know if it's as a server or like you could. Yeah. Well, the thing that I liked about this and the way that, from the way that this sounded, the reason they said Isle of Keldanos and they didn't say Throne of Thunder because Throne of Thunder also had an unlock system. Throne of Thunder was gated by Blizzard. Like, things unlocked at a certain rate in time, and if you didn't unlock it in time, it's okay two weeks from now. The next section is going to open or whatever. Isle of Keldanos, everybody had to work together to unlock the pieces. Maybe, because I, like I said, I was doing another panel at the time, so I didn't really hear this, but my impression was not that, like, the server picked one, but rather the order you unlock things is dependent on how your server does it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was I, I was get... a little confused. So about like Keldenos was linear in that you got this building, then you got this mm. building, then you get this building. Right. But this is like there are three buildings in whichever you get them in whichever order your server unlocks. I did not get that yeah. impression. But like I was in a completely different room, so. Uh, yeah, I, it's not either which clear, way. But... The fact that we're unlocking content like this, and it's us working to put in the effort to unlock stuff. I liked the feeling of that. I liked the feeling of that with the Isle of Keldanos. I liked the feeling of that with Firelands when you were working on unlocking the island, even though that was more on a personal level. And I liked it with Throne of Thunder. I just like that mechanism because it feels like you're making progress on something. Here, here's what Ian said. We'll, so we're going to start by creating a foothold back on the Broken Shore. We'll restore and build up elven ruins to serve as a staging ground to press the assault. Players will have agency in choosing what to build to unlock new content, new rewards, 
You'll unlock new types of content in a way you, the player, control rather than Blizzard dictating. Yeah. And that's the part that I like is that it's not on a time-based schedule or anything. It's you get out of it what you put into it. And if it's a server, if it's on a server level, that's even cooler because it just gets the community working together. And I dug that sort of thing. Yeah. Like I really liked that part of the Isle of Keldanas because there was always people there working on stuff. Yeah, and there's except the Isle of Keldanas. It was like all dailies, and it was before. Like, you know, you would all be fighting for the same respawns and you would want to murder everyone around you. Absolutely, but at the same time, just watching the island kind of unfold was just a neat experience. I enjoyed that. And and along with all this, the Broken Shore is going to have world quests. Yes. But there's also going to be demon invasions from the pre-expansion event are happening again, but on the Broken Isles. On the Broken Isles. And we're going to have to fly up to the ships in our new flying... Well, I, I don't think we have to use flying mounts to get up there. Yes, we do. So we have to unlock flying mounts before I, we can actually Actually, use? no. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I, I think, don't think he specified. I think he said... He was saying that you get sent up there. After you, like, yeah. defeat the objectives, you get sent up there to attack the ships I'm head on. And then he said, and you could do that if you were flying, and then he went right into the I'm flying stuff. I'm assuming it'll be one of yeah. those things where it's like, hey, I have a griffin for you, and it's like, Optional quest requirement: take the Griffin, and then the other one will be I, like I just think arrive. You just have to find the uh, brown leaf power up. The brown leaf, yes. I'm giving Alex a face. I couldn't tell if that face was. I have no idea what you're talking about. Or... Was that an? I understood that reference, and I don't appreciate it. That's, is that's that? The, is it a Mario thing? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. With the yeah. raccoon. Yeah. The Tanuki suit. I, well, it wasn't no. the Tanuki suit. It so was just something else. It was the, just the tail and the ears. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, other 7-2 stuff. There's a lot. Um, the raid, obviously, but there's also a dungeon. Cathedral of Eternal Night. The Cathedral of Eternal Night, which also looks pretty entertaining because how... It's been a while since we've had just, like, a dungeon added in with a patch. And it's four bosses, so it's... I mean, so it's Karazhan. And it's... Karazhan is... Yeah, like... Karazhan's like... Karazhan was a mega dungeon. It's a mega dungeon. This is just a... This is just your just regular... It's a large dungeon. It's, it's a, a large dungeon. dungeon. It's sort of like, uh... <laughs> it's, it's such a mega dungeon, they're splitting it in half. Well, anyway, so there's that. And then the other thing that I was excited about, though, was these Legion, like, the world event stuff that's going on. When you finish that world event thing and you get sent to the ship, it's a three-person scenario. It's basically a return to those scenarios like we got with Mr. Pandaria, but it's just that one instance where you're attacking the ship. Yeah. Um, and I liked the fact that they're kind of rolling that back in there because I missed scenarios. I really liked them. Um, so, yeah, we had a lot of stuff. They talked about a lot of stuff at 7.2. And, yeah, we didn't even scratch the surface on the Tomb of Sargeras raid, yeah. which is big and the end of it is pretty big too because we're facing off against the last vestige of the avatar of Sargeras and we're also fighting Kill Jaden, which is yeah. like, oh wow, okay. He has legs now. He's got legs. Yeah, he's not stuck in the toilet this time. <laughs> nope. Yeah. He's not stuck in the sun toilet. Yeah. Waiting for the eternal swirly. The I mean, Naru swirly. I mean, remember how dangerous Rag was when he got legs? Rag was pretty. Kind of like that. Rag doesn't. Rag, that was that was a mistake. You don't give yeah. Rag legs. You just let him like swirl around. You just let him swirl in the fire toilet. For example, <laughs> like they are adding Rag in Heroes of the Storm. They I love. Him, he does not have legs. Well, we're gonna get to Heroes well, of the we'll Storm in a that. minute. In a minute, but okay. So seven point two, we fight all this stuff. All this big stuff goes down, and then Ian said, "Wait, whoa, whoa, no, seven point two is also changing." The Arcway, Court of Stars, will be queuable. Karazhan's going to be queuable in, like, two different parts, and it's going to, like, have heroic added. Like, they're... Heroic will make them queuable, right? Yeah, exactly. So, these dungeons that people have been like, I don't like that, you know, you have these... Um, Mythic-only requirements. Yeah, they're opening them up to more people, but at the same time, in addition to all that, they're rescaling the dungeons so they're not, like, super trivial, and it's it's sort of a way to keep five-man content relevant throughout the expansion. Right. What will that happen to people who aren't as geared as everybody else? That's a good question. I don't know. Sorry. I good think question. you just do world quests they'll, instead of dungeons, which probably, is kind of what you do already. Yeah. They'll probably have either world quests will start at a base level that's higher than they are now, 
or like they'll just ketchup. bump everything up or, a little bit uh, to yeah. catch up or catch up mechanisms on the like if you're doing the broken shore events don't world quests already kind of give you rewards based on your item level they, they do, yeah they I'm do saying, i'm saying so. like the minimum like if you're 800 now and they're rewarding 810s maybe you know in the patch if you're 800 they'll reward 820s or something it'll like bump that. it up and that would make sense um, so yeah, all that seven point two, obviously seven point two, big patch, and then ENTs, ENTs seven point three, seven point three is something that we thought was probably going to be another expansion. We're going to Argus. Fix the Exodar. We're going home. We're going home. Get in, losers. We're going to Argus. Yeah. So that's a thing that's happening in. The Legion expansion. It's not going to be its own thing. It's going to be in a Legion expansion. How that's going to play out, we don't know. What it's going to look like, we don't know. We got a little bit of teaser art that was absolutely beautiful right behind Ian. And that was all he said because, spoilers, you know, he doesn't want to give anything away. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of information. There was. was a lot of information in that panel. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing I'm a little curious about, like... I totally thought we were going to get flying in the last patch of the expansion. Nope. So when he said 7-2, I was like, oh, wow. But then he said we're going to Argus, and I was like, so are we going to be able to fly on Argus? Like, Good question. Or, or is it like, you get flying. <laughs> that would be hilarious. You get, <laughs> you get, there. You you get, get flying, there. but not on Argus. Because, like, I figured I, it doesn't seem like they want the newest content to be flyable. And it was I was kind of like, oh, wow, we're getting flying earlier than I thought. But are they going to take it away for 7.3 yeah, content? Yeah, when we get to 7.3 and you go to Argus, you have to get Argus Pathfinder. <laughs> Argus Pathfinder. <laughs> Argus Pathfinder Part 1 and then Part 2. Yeah. Or you just have to buy Argus, like being able to fly on Argus. You have to buy it from a vendor. Yeah. Like, um, no, you need planetary to flight. De- demon weather flying. <laughs> <laughs> planetary interdimensional flying. Yeah, so I, um, I am curious about that, though. If, if that was kind of the reason. Transuniversal flying. That was kind of the reasoning for giving us flying in 7.2, or if we're going to just have flying for everything. Good question. Good question. Um, so, yeah, World of Warcraft, there was a lot of lot more stuff going on for World of Warcraft than I thought there was uh, going to be. And then we have Heroes of the Storm, and we, we mentioned this a little bit, but Heroes of the Storm, two new heroes were announced. We got Varian Wren and... Ragnaros, who does not have legs. <laughs> he does have a baby rag skin, though. Yeah, he does. And it's kind of cute. Yes. Um, it's, it's creepy cute. Yeah. Has anybody gotten a chance to play either one of these? I was I, talking to Dan earlier, and he was like, I went through the Heroes line four times or something, oh. and every time you could only pick only one person on your team could pick these heroes, and he never got very in a row. Oh, yeah. oh so, no. So, it sounds you know, terrible. A heroes match, you know, it's 5v5, so there are ten people all trying to click on Varian or Ragnaros first. Yeah, that I, doesn't seem like it's, yeah, it's no, configured so correctly. I didn't yeah. even think about that. I got in line, and I it, it looked long, and I was like, oh, eh, and then the, the heroes, like, tournament was starting and I just got out of line. Well, Varian, Varian looks to be interesting because he's kind of like a multi-class hero where he can do several different things depending yeah. on what talents you choose. He's, so. the, he's the first, like, he's kind of like Karzim in that, like, he can choose different roles, but he's the first hero that's actually listed as having two classes. He's a warrior and an assassin on character select. Yeah. Oh, he is? I, yeah. I, I missed all this. Like, all the hero Most stuff, class. I'm not caught up on yet. Yeah, so, like, he's really good. If You're going to learn fast. If, yeah. Yeah, if you have, like, a day, like two daily quests, and one is, like, win three games as a warrior or win three games as an assassin. Varian will do both. both. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Wow. And, like, kind of Karzim, you can, at the start of the game, you can choose either, like, Healing punches or punchy punches. Yeah. <laughs> Healing um, punches or punchy punches. Uh, Varian is kind of... Like, you choose either to be... It's basically World of Warcraft specs. You can be Protection Varian, Arms Varian, or Fury Varian. Uh, there's, like, he has a sword and board, or he has his giant two-hander, or he breaks his two-hander into two pieces, and he's Fury. Shamalane. And they all have different benefits, and it's just... And, like, his ultimate is you can go with... Uh, Shield wall, which gives him like protected status, which is like he's totally immune to damage for a certain amount of time. Or you can go with Warbringer, which takes he has a charge as one of his abilities because he's a wild warrior. War warrior, you yeah. have to have charge. If you take Warbringer, it like super shortens the cooldown on it, 
and turns it into a stun at the end. So you charge someone and you stun them. Otherwise, it's a really long cooldown on charge with just a slow. Yeah. So you can really spec him to play wildly different from game to game if you want to. Which is pretty cool. It's like a cool concept. It's something they haven't done before. They kind of played with it a little bit with... Karzim. Punchy and, punch and yeah. healing punch. They and, played yeah. with it a little bit there, but they didn't really like embrace it as much as they have with Varian. And now that they mentioned... Like, like, now that we've done Varian as like true multi-class, they're going back to Karzim and kind of like making him a little more like Varian and that his choices are more meaningful and changes his playstyle a little more. Which is pretty cool. Too, but, um, yeah. That they're going back and revisiting this. And then we have... Now, everybody everybody was kind of thinking that Varian was going to go to Heroes of the Storm. He because was... he met his end in World of Warcraft. And everybody was kind of like, oh, maybe we'll see him in Heroes. And then, and, you know... And he was datamined a lot. Or he datamined was. Or, like, shown off at one of the somethings a, a very long, long time, time ago. ago. A very long time ago. Yeah. So everybody was kind of expecting Varian. So when the trailer came up... There was all kinds of cheering because we were very happy to see Varian. And then Ragnaros showed up and everybody went, what? Yeah. Uh, Ragnaros is really interesting. Oh, he There's... looks like he could be so OP so fast. Well, yeah, he's, he's very, he's a very powerful defense hero. Yes. Um, he has two forms. He has hero form and straight up raid boss form. Yeah. In hero form, he kind of plays like everybody else. He plays the lane. He can join in team fights, whatever. But then he can, like, possess, I guess, a fort or a keep. Yeah. And become raid boss form. And it become he becomes that. And it look, the visual on this is so cool looking. Yeah, so, like, he bursts out of the keep or whatever, and he becomes the keep. It's all, by fire be purged, and then he's just huge. Yeah. I need to see this. Yeah, so he, you need to see so this. So he becomes stationary on your keep. And he's, like, full-on raid boss defending he can't, the keep. Yeah, he can't move, but he can... It's like is, he's a raid boss. Is this, like, a regular ability or, like, an ultimate? This is trait. This is trait. Okay, this is trait, tra- yeah. Okay. So he, he can just switch back and forth. Like, he has to get... I think he has to get close to the keep and, like, channel on it for a little bit. And okay. once he's done that, he kind of summons himself bigger. Right. In the video sample that they showed, he went up to... A building and he kind of did a little channel thing for a couple of seconds and then he submerged and came back up as the building okay. and it was really cool looking and I'm like I can't wait to see yeah, this, this in tournament this play really thing, like, <laughs> I, I really didn't get to see a whole lot of yeah like I, I kind of caught it but I, this was when I was playing the overwatch demo um, like all of this was on the screen and I was like oh wait is that what's happening and gotcha like, and they, they talked about some like failed early experiments with Ragnaros like their original idea was he was the core <laughs> they, that would have been, been crazy <laughs> a lot of players have actually been or not i don't know a lot but i know theories have gone out like the i think it was the overmind they wanted to yeah. have something kind of like that where there was a hero yeah. that was the core the, the, the problem was they were like okay so ragnos is the core but then how like so he would just like rain fire from afar or whatever it's like well how would he participate in team fights well ragnaros summoned like the sons of the flame so, like, he would summon a son of the flame, and you would control that for team fights. And they're like, well, playtesters felt like they weren't Ragnaros, they were a son of flame. Yeah. So Not quite like, the same thing. So, like, okay, so how do we get Ragnaros into the fight if he's the core? So, like, okay, let's give him this submerge ability where he can, like, relocate. And, like, well, what happens if you move the core? Yeah. And if he's in a team <laughs> fight, does that mean you're putting your core into the battlefield? That's a bad idea. Uh, like, if he's so freaking huge, he's the core, how does that impact gameplay when you drop the core in a lane? Yeah, because, <laughs> because Heroes has that the blocking. Like, right. Right. So, like, okay, so then maybe we don't do Sons of the Flame. Maybe you play as Major Domo and you summon Ragnaros to forts. They're like, no, that didn't really fix it because now it feels like people are just playing Major Domo. That's not yeah. Rag. So they're like, well, maybe Rag just summons himself bigger. So they went with that. <laughs> and it actually looks really cool. Yes. Um, sure. What else did they say for heroes? There was some other stuff about heroes. There's a crossover Genji skin. Yeah, uh, that's actually, there's like some kind of like playing thing where if you play 15 games with your friends, like either Heroes or Overwatch or something like that, mm-hmm. you get the you get the Genji Oni skin, which is absolutely beautiful. And that's an Overwatch skin. It's for Overwatch. And then you also get Zarya for Heroes, correct? Something like that. And if you play 30 games... You unlock one you get free hero. A free hero in like a 30-day stim pack or something like it's that. It's a 30-day wow. stim pack and you get either Gen, Li Ming, who are the other two? Uh, I think I saw Kerrigan it's on there. Kerrigan. It's, uh, it's Gwen. 
Glenn, Glenn Greymane. Glenn Greymane. Glenn Greymane and Ming Lee. <laughs> and Lee Ming. They said Ming Lee on the Ming Lee, yeah. oh, con- cosplay okay. contest. That yeah. was that was entertaining. But yeah, the costume contest was fun. Um, so yeah, you get one of those heroes for free. Those are not cheap heroes, correct? No. I don't, well, I think Kerrigan's on They're newish. I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw Kerrigan in the picture, and she's like one of the cheapest ones. Yeah, she, I think she's like... Now you're saying Glenn. Now you're saying Glenn. His name's going to be Glenn now. It's just going to be Glenn. Dan I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure Kerrigan is one of those like four thousand gold. She's, ones. I think she's yeah. four thousand. Yeah, is as cheap as it gets. I think. Yeah. But it's kind of cool though that you get like a hero for free, and you also get really is like two K gold. This the thirty day the thirty day stim pack along with that, and you also get you know I like the Overwatch skin. I thought it was really pretty because um, it's. It's Genji, but it's an Oni skin, and it's like kind of gray and white and red, and he's got this cool mask, and it looks really neat. And Zarya, of course, is neat. So I really like Zarya in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to play her yet. She's good. But, yeah. Um, this kind of backtracking a little bit, but we're talking about Overwatch. I realize we missed a whole lot that they actually announced for Overwatch. Like it wasn't just Sombra. Yeah, I know. There's was, other stuff. We was, we could go back to that. Yeah. I mean, and we can't go over everything. We also have a website where people can read things. If we go over everything, Wait, we're going to be here for the eight hours of the convention. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, um, the other thing, the other thing in Heroes of the Storm that was really notable was they were doing like that whole Black Hearts thing, Black Hearts Revenge. Oh, oh there's a new, new brawl. the yeah, new brawl, a new brawl or map, and um, Haunted Minds is coming back. They Haunted, totally changed, which is great. Yeah, uh, it's. So the boss now in the mines is located in the center. There are four entrances to the mines to get in and out easier. The skulls are located kind of more evenly. They basically revamped it so that it'll actually work it's properly. It's not going to be as snowball Yeah, it'll work properly, which is great. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, the other Overwatch news, real quick. Touch on that? Um, yeah, so quick play? Is going to be limited, like, one hero. So the whole thing... One of, of each hero. You aren't yeah. going to get... You aren't going to face... Five Lee Mings. Or, or five you know, Lee Mings. Five Mays. Mays. Yeah. Or if you happen to be at the front of the line, six on six Sombra. <laughs> yeah. The, the Winston Rush. Yeah. The Winston Rush. They are, they're adding, so that's going to be quick play is going to be just like competitive has been now. Yeah. But they're adding a mode that's like no limits, I think, where you can do that as many heroes as you want. They're also adding... Like rotating brawls or like a, a queue of brawls. They're, they're adding a whole arcade mode. Y- yeah, which arca- has arcade all mode. sorts of weird gameplay. Yeah, things, so like including if, brawls. Yeah, if you're like, hey, I really like this brawl, but like it happened one week and it's not going to appear again. This is where you kind of randomly queue for different brawls, and they had a bunch of really cool ideas. They, I think they they said one um, was going to be only Junkrat and only Lucio. On the Ilios map with no, no. the well. It was it was Roadhog and Lucio. It was Roadhog. Roadhog. So the hook and the and the <laughs> and, and Lucio can do the thing where he like skate where he skates. Wall skates. Uh, yeah, he skates, but it, also his gun will like punch so you back. So, so it's going to be a test of how well you can skate up the well and and yes. whether or not you can like pull the other player into the crevasse, yeah. as it were. On, on the Overwatch thing, Kaplan was just like. Full energy, making jokes all the time, and it just, it sounds like that energy was behind the scenes when they were planning all these brawls, because they just, it sounds like they just went crazy with them. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff up their sleeve that they're working on right now. Um, The arcade reminds me of a World of Warcraft thing we missed. They're bringing brawls to WoW PvP? Yeah, that sounds oh, insane. Yeah. 15 on 15 in the Blades Edge Arena. <laughs> one of they showed Hillsbrad battles. Oh, they're bringing back Terran Mill, Hillsbrad, Hillsbrad Foothills. And there's one. Terran uh, Mill versus South Shore. It's coming back. <laughs> there's one. Um, uh, what's the Nether Storms? Oh. Yeah, Gravity Labs. Yeah, what's the name of the battleground? The, the, the oh, I, the it was I Have the Storm. I Have the Storm. Have the storm. Uh, and they're calling it like I Have the Horn or yeah, something? Yeah, so, I don't know. Where you're mounted the whole time? No, no, no. There was that one where you're on the ram mount the whole time from that world <laughs> quest. So you can, like, punt people everywhere. Yeah. There was also the gravity lapse one on that same map 
where it showed people fighting. And, and then the, all of a sudden they go, the, gravity like, may or may the gravity not cut out and everybody reasons. rocketed into the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty it. cool. I missed that. Holy crap. Oh, and oh. the other thing, I, for, I, I forgot 7.1.5 is also the Return of the Brawlers, Brawlers Guild. Brawlers Guild. Return of the Pac-Man. Brawlers Guild. With Pac-Man, there are new bosses, there's new stuff to encounter, and new things to fight. We're, we're getting snowy Arathi Basin, which is something we wrote about snowy, a while ago. Snowy Arathi Basin should be pretty um, cool. Um, yeah, these old maps are getting some updates. Like, all of the old Battleground maps appear to be getting some updates and some, you know, polish and shine, which looks really cool for PvP. Like, there's a little more variety going on, and it's not all, like, esports or anything. It's just, these old Battlegrounds are getting some love, and that's great. Um, cause I've been, I don't know about you guys, but I've been playing them since vanilla. They're a little boring. I, <laughs> it, it seems like every great. Blizzard game is getting different heads of brawls. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, getting, they're getting brawls. Everyone's doing this. They're doing, they're doing variety. Which they're going the route, they're going yeah, the route of no, variety. Good. And I appreciate that. I, w- I want to see them, it's, I want to see Overwatch try to steal world quests. Yes. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> there, there's Falcon Swords in Volskaya Industries. <laughs> Dosvidanya raptor thing. Dosvidanya. No, um, so then the only other thing I think that was noted during the opening ceremonies and talked about later in the day was, like, updates and changes that are coming to Diablo. Obviously, Diablo is celebrating its 20th anniversary next month. Yeah, um, it does, doesn't it? It totally yes. makes me feel old. But anyway, one of the things that they're introducing to the game, they're actually putting in old school Diablo into Diablo 3. It's going to be special. I think it's a 16-level dungeon with the original four bosses at the end of it. Um, there's also two pets that they're offering. Uh, one of them is a small cow. One of them is the butcher. A baby butcher. A baby butcher, <laughs> baby which butcher. is fantastic. Um, and then they're, they're adding the necromancer. They're adding the Necromancer class to Diablo 3. Shocking. Everybody's no been asking idea. for that one. Everybody's no been asking idea. for that one. Yeah. The, the thing I had about the Necromancer is it's like, okay, Necromancer sounds really cool, but in the panel they were talking about the Necromancer is so dark and gritty and it's a really he gritty is. class. He, he like is. He's like stressing that over and over and I'm but, like, okay, I'm done with this already. Yeah, the problem is like that's totally Diablo's like target demographic, right? Like when Diablo 3 came out, everyone's like, oh, there's rainbows in the sun. I want to go back to Diablo 2 where everything was dark and everything's in, everything's in color here. I don't understand. There's like vibrancy. So I mean, Necromancer's I... like, see? See? We're dark green too. It's not just Diablo 2. We, we're not all rainbows in Diablo 3. Please play. <laughs> But the cool part, the cool part about the necromancer though, is that the necromancer is basically like playing the Lich King in Diablo, <laughs> which is great. You have you have an army of the dead ability where you summon a hundred skeletons. Wait, a hundred? A hundred skeletons! Wow! Okay. At once, and these skeletons like appear and swarm your target. And then, so I guess that's how he's going to be different from. And like the murder the heck out of it, and there's like bones about... flying everywhere. Yes. And it's really great. Yeah, um, oh my god. So yeah, Diablo's getting some changes too. And honestly, we're kind of like running to the point here where we probably should maybe start wrapping it up because we've been talking for over 45 minutes already. Okay. So, uh... Hearthstone? Hearthstone, yeah. We should briefly yeah. mention the Hearthstone thing. Yeah, I, don't follow the yeah. Yeah. I don't follow Hearthstone too much. I just know Main Street to Gadgetan is the new thing. Um, it's like, okay, so the X play, like, I love that the Hearthstone team actually builds on World of Warcraft lore in really cool ways. Uh, yeah, they do yeah. different stuff so, with like, it. So, like, their X is some mean streets of Gadgetzan. It's like crime families in Gadgetzan. <laughs> and, like, so we look at Gadgetzan and World of Warcraft, it's this crappy little thing with, like, mud huts, right? <laughs> mud huts yeah. in an underground bank. And they're like, okay, <laughs> so they're like, okay, so that Gadgetzan before is just this crappy, dingy desert outpost. It's the desert. It's not really easy to build up in the middle of the desert. But the cataclysm happened, and now Gadget it's waterfront. Is, it's a port city. It's on the waterfront. It's great for trade. So trade is booming. The city it's turning from a little outpost to a full blown city because it's a port city. It's great, and the alliance and the horde aren't there. So people who don't want to get involved with the alliance and the horde go to Gadget Zan. It's neutral. So like in the Hearthstone world, Gadget Zan is this huge, dark, like dark, like gloomy criminal city. Mafia movie city. Yeah. So there's, like, these three major crime families that are kind of running the show. Uh, I think they said Noggenfogger is the mayor? Is that right? I believe so, yes. He was, he was the one leading in the Legion invasion. Yeah, so. he was. Yeah, so he like, was. I think he's, like, he's the head of the city. Yeah, he's also the big money bags in the rogue halls, isn't he? Yes. Yes. 
So I think they said he's the mayor, but the crime families are. It's like, I missed the first one, but it's like something bruisers or gummy bruisers. <laughs> gummy <laughs> bruisers. The gummy, gummy bruisers. bruisers. They're like the the the. St- like the, the they're the beef they're the street thugs that'll like punch you in the face and take your cash or you're gonna set up a protection racket or whatever right and then there's the jade something or others so jade lotus i think jade it is. lotus who are all pandaria inspired so it's like the pandaren family with all their gold and jade yeah. armor it's with... basically like the extended family of the gal that runs the black market auction yeah. house it feels like so a little like, bit a little not, bit so they're not just yeah. the pandaren but they're also like the jinyu and the vermin and everything pandaria and then there's the Cabal, spelled with a K, which are, like, the dark, spooky people. Like, the, the first splasher they showed from afar, she, she looked kind of like a vampire. And then they had Arakoa in the yeah, mix. Yeah, so like, they're, oh, like, they're the cultist, magic, alchem- alchemical Alchemy types. stuff. And their leader is, like, a dude, I think his name was Zarakis or yeah. something. And he's, like, a dark spear troll, except creepy like he stands fully upright and like dark magic has twisted his tusks into all weird like angles and he's got they've they've got some interesting new cards available with this thing including cards that are multi-class cards so um yeah so each each of the families corresponds to three classes right so like the cabal like the class cards they're not just like oh here's the priest card like there'll probably be some just priest cards there's also multi-class cards where it's like this card is playable by priest, mage, and warlock. Yeah. So, oh, oh, so, so it's it's like it's not multi-class like as in the neutral cards that we have now. Right. It's, no, it's like no, three like, specific classes. Oh, it's okay. like you get like like for example, they had a card that they showed where it was like uh, the action on it was basically when you play this card, you draw a spell card from either the mage, priest, or warlock yeah. class. So it was, and it doesn't matter if you're a mage and you play that card, you could get a priest card in your deck, yeah, or you could be playing a priest and uh, that's that's the troll. K- Kazakus. Yeah. Yeah, Kazakus is pretty great. Yeah. So you could be playing a priest and play that card and get a pyroblast. Oh wow! Okay. That's cool. Yeah, and the Kazakis, his effect is you basically create a spell. He makes bootleg potions. So, like, you play him, and then you choose a mana cost from, like, 2 mana, 5 mana, 10 mana. And based on the cost you chose, it'll show you three options for an effect. And you choose an effect, and then you choose a second effect. And whatever you created from those options goes into your hand as your new spell. And wow. it's, yeah, and there's, I think you said there was like over a hundred different combinations so, that are possible with that so particular card. This is kind of like uh, Goblins and Gnomes and Old Gods in that it's like yeah, it's cards a, and not an adventure. It's a yeah. full expansion. Okay. Yeah, it's, an, it's, yeah. And it's actually pretty cool. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. The cards that they're adding are pretty interesting. The functionality of those cards is really interesting. And I'm kind of curious to see how those play out in tournament play and that kind of thing. My favorite one is uh, there's a pirate card that is automatically summoned from your deck when you play a pirate. Yes. So, like, you play a pirate, the animation is like a cannon rises out of your deck and shoots (laughs) that guy into the playing field. But they showed it with, um, so somebody played one, and they were playing a rogue, so they used gang up to put three more copies in their deck. And then they used another gang up to put three more copies in their deck. So they had a total (laughs) of six of these. And when they had a clear board, they played one pirate, and the cannon came up and just, like, machine-gunned all of them onto the field. So they had a full field of these guys all of a sudden. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was pretty great. So, yeah, that's... I think that's pretty much it for day one as far as stuff that's happened on day one. Um, So we will go ahead and start wrapping it up here. But I am curious, as far as uh, you guys are concerned, I'm going to ask you one at a time what was your highlight like what was the thing you were most excited to see today so uh alex what was the thing you were more excited most excited to see today don't start with me okay (laughs) all right uh mitch what was the thing that you were you thought was the coolest today the same thing as alex (laughs) no okay um, i well just go ahead sir okay um i think the thing that got the biggest pop out of me was Ragnaros and Heroes of the Storm. Like, I think the WoW panel in general, I was like, yeah, this stuff is all really cool. But seeing, like, what Ragnaros is in Heroes of the Storm was like, that's awesome. I want to play it so bad. <laughs> I liked the trailer for that one. Liz, what was your favorite thing out of what you saw today? What was what got you really excited? It's so hard. Like, everything about the future of Legion. Um, you know, I thought... We didn't really talk about this, but there was some stuff about new artifact stuff. Yeah. And 
new artifact appearances that there's going to be like this solo oriented oh, right. challenge and you're going mm. to get this new artifact appearance and I thought most of the artifact appearances looked really awesome. Okay, Except cool. Except Guardian Druid, that bear is so <laughs> Look, Guardian Druid gets a weird bear form, just Look, for those of you that are interested in that kind of thing. If any, but if any of you play a gorilla bear, <laughs> you're not my friend anymore. The gorilla bear. The gorilla bear. He, he is kind of hunched over. It's also going to be flails though. He looks a little. The flails look, the awesome. Flails look awesome. There were like I saw two flails. There was a warrior They're, one yeah, and a paladin the, so one. So these are ones that actually have been data mined. They were data mined yeah. a while ago, and uh-huh. they just. Like, they're in the game files, but the acquisition wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm so excited because the two classes I have at 110 now, the Outlaw Rogue and the Shadow Priest, the hidden appearances that they're adding, those were my favorites. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how do I get these? And they're finally unlocking. I I can't. Uh, Yeah, so. They're finally unlocking. But it's like, they were showing these flails, and Ian was like, can we even do that in WoW? And he's like, yes! Yes, Yes, weapon physics! Weapon physics! It's a thing! So, okay, that was Liz's. Mitch, did you have, like, a legit one? No, I, yeah, I do. Uh, okay. I, I kind of have two, actually. Say Sombra, because I said two and I can't say I was going to say Sombra okay. myself, oh, so. so you, okay, okay well, yeah, Sombra was going to be my first. Um, the other one that was actually pretty exciting was I sat in on one of the, like, Heroes of the Storm, like, uh, championship matches. Oh. Which is not something I've ever done in person. Like, I've watched Heroes of the Dorm, but I was just, you know, watching along, and I saw, like... Uh, it was Astral Authority was doing some amazing like Medivh portals and Dahaka poles, which are not really two heroes I would expect to see in competitive play. Right. Um, and they just had some really really cool like combination moves and stuff that I just hadn't seen, um, and that kind of really that got me wanting to play heroes more. Cause... So so how does it work? Does Dahaka tongue click the portal and drag the guy all the way? Back? No, it was Dahaka like. The first game, um, Dahaka was just having some really good grabs. Okay. Um, and the the second game was the one where they had Medivh. Oh, so not the same and, game. No. Um, but they, they did have Dahaka in the second game. But oh. the main thing with the second game was um, s- there were two things that they did. Stitches would either hook someone and Malfurion would drop his roots. So, like, the second the person was hooked to Stitches, they got rooted. And oh, they were okay. stuck. The other one, um, Stitches would hook someone or just walk up to someone and then, like, engorge them. Right. And, like, the second he had them in his mouth, Medivh would drop a portal from literally where Stitches was standing over to behind their towers. (laughs) And then Stitches would just take the portal. And they did that, like, three or more times where Stitches just ate the guy up, took the portal, and then, like, cannons just took the people out. And it was... It was... Brutal. Yeah, it was... When you get to those cases where teams have been working together long enough that that team synergy is there, they can pull off some really crazy stuff. Yeah. And and that's what makes Heroes really fun to watch. Yeah, like, I I don't watch esports that often, but I I sat in on this one, and I just... Seeing those plays, especially because Stitches is one I really like playing. Yeah. is one that, like... I didn't initially like because I didn't think much of him, but like seeing some of the stuff he pulled off, like, seeing some of the skilled stu- people yeah, like pull exactly. off the cool stuff, it um, makes you go, "Oh yeah, okay." I never thought and, about playing it that yeah, way. Yeah, and especially because Heroes is a game that like between Halloween and Overwatch and just everything in Legion, I haven't had a chance to play as much lately. And I was watching this, I'm like, I really want to be playing Heroes. Right now. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay, Alex, have you come up with something? Didn't I say mine? Did I imagine yeah, that? No, you said yours. What okay. did he say? His. Ragnaros. Ragnaros. All right, the Ragnaros thing. That will count. We'll count that then. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say Sombra because, honestly, like I said, months ago I was saying, I hope that Sombra flat out hacks the opening ceremonies at BlizzCon. And she did. And it was everything I had hoped it would be. And we got an animated short with it besides. And I have so much stuff to look up and research and write about. And Sombra will be next week's Know Your Lore for people who are enjoying the Overwatch Know Your Lore series. Um, look forward to that. Um, so yeah, that pretty much wraps us up. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your questions answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. That's been your day one wrap-up. I don't know if we'll have one for day two because we're usually pretty worn out by the end of the day, but we will have plenty on the website, so keep checking, and we'll continue to keep you posted. Thanks for listening, you guys, and we will see you next week. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.